This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. Building and managing your credit. Can you talk a little bit about this concept of good and bad debt? Sure, and that's, Ryan has hit on the key to this whole discussion, and and I think we all love the idea of being allergic to debt, uh, and Credit and debt are two different things, and that's what people don't understand. When we talk about credit, we tend to equate debt with it, but you can have credit and not have debt. So you're paying those bills off in full each month, but using credit to your advantage is really the key. So Ryan's unlocked the whole thing. Um, But when it comes to establishing credit, there are a number of things you can do. Uh, We've talked about a few of them, Uh, getting a, a card, a uh, credit card is a good place to start. But if you're just coming to the country, haven't had any opportunity, the first step is creating a credit report. And that can be challenging because you don't often have access to a credit account right away or someone who can co-sign for you or so, someone who can add you as an authorized user. Those are kind of the traditional ways. Today with Experian, one of the things we've done as a credit reporting company is launched a service called Experian Go. So once you're here, you can enroll in a free app and if you do not have a credit report, we'll help you create one by providing identifying information. You take a selfie, a picture of an ID. You may need to provide a social security number. That, that might be a bit of a challenge, but we'll create a credit report for you right away. If you have an existing credit report or after you've created it, we then have a service called Experian Go or Experian Boost, pardon me, that lets you add your positive cell phone payments, your positive utility payments, and your positive streaming service payments to your credit report. It's been out about three years now, and it's permission-based. You can tell us what you want to include, what you don't, and really simple. It takes about 15 minutes. We give you a free credit report and a free FICO 8 score when you start so you can see where you are, and we will capture up to 24 months or two years of information for each of the accounts you ask, ask us to add, so it could be you know, your, your Netflix bill, it could be a, a natural gas bill, for example, or electricity bill, it could be your cell phone bill. So you could add three different accounts and add two years of history for each of them. And what we're seeing is that people, two out of three people, see an increase in their credit scores immediately uh, and on average about 12 to 13 points. If you are just starting out and you have lower scores, that even increases more. So people with what we call thin credit files or fewer than five accounts are seeing increases up to 19 points on average. So great way to get started. It's really about getting uh, on the track and and running. It's not to get you over the the goal uh, or over the score threshold. I was going to tell people, you you know, Experian Boost isn't meant to give you those last few points to qualify for a mortgage. It's about getting the first few things in your, your credit history so you can get started in the race. And then it's about doing what uh, Ryan's done. So um, great tools to build credit history uh, right out of the gate if you don't have access to traditional accounts. Uh, so fairly new in the marketplace. 
Okay, great. So those are two very, very important tools. So just again, do you want to give a quick recap of Experian Go mm -hmm. and, and what that will help with? Sure. Experian Go, it was created because we were trying to find a way to help people who are what we call credit invisible, who have no credit history at all, establish a credit report for the first time so that they could begin that process of, of building their credit worthiness. Uh, and I think there's a, another slide that gives some st statistics around why that's so important. Uh, we know that there are something in excess of 26 million people who are credit invisible in the U.S. Uh, it, it largely affects uh, communities of color. And so trying to find ways to overcome those barriers to access and to help people achieve financial inclusion is what that's really all about. And to do that, you have to have a credit report to get started. Uh, if you don't have a credit report, the credit history, uh, the banks aren't going to be able to qualify you for new accounts. You're not going to be able to access lower cost financial services. Um, you won't be able to get a 1.5% interest rate. I couldn't get a 1.5% interest rate on my house. So, <laughs> but Rod, call you mine afterwards to find out how you did that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rod, Rod sorry, before um, we finish on Experian Go, is that a product that a new um, immigrant nurse can use Experian Go? Yes, uh, it, it it may require a social security number. So that, that could be the, the tripping point. But once you have a social security number, you most definitely can. Okay. And then before we finish up on the segment, let's just talk a little bit again about Experian Boost so that people can just understand the difference. And Rod, just give like a, if you can just give a two second summary on this, because I, I just don't want people to get confused between the right. two. Experian Boost, Experian Go. Experian Go is what creates a credit report. Experian Boost, anybody can use. Uh, if you have a cell phone account, a utility service account, so if you have a you know water bill, a natural gas bill, electricity bill, or if you have streaming services, you can add those to your credit report. You just go to experian.com slash boost and follow the instructions there. Uh, and, and you can tell us which account, which of those accounts you want to add. Uh, it's important because historically, those kinds of organizations, utility companies, cell phone companies, streaming service companies, don't report positive information. So if you don't pay your utility bill or you don't pay your streaming service bill, they'll send it to collections and it can hurt your credit score. We, through about three years of research and just believed in the before we did the research that people who are paying those bills on time probably are better credit risk than it shows because they don't have very much credit history. Uh, and so helping people add that positive information shows what their true credit worthiness is. And that uh, is, is proving to be very powerful. Okay, great. Thank you. I, want, I would like to add to this. I'm not an employee of Experian by any means, but yeah. advocate, love it. Um, Experian Boost is a phenomenal tool. We recommend it all of the time. Um, I used it personally, actually, but your payment history makes up 35% of your credit score. So you want to get as much acknowledgement and as much good payment history as possible. And if that involves your Netflix account or your water bill or your gas bill or your AT&T bill, allow that to do it and help you establish and even boost and maintain your credit. It's one of the best tools that there is out there to do this. Thank you, Blair. So, so Blair, just to follow up on that, um, after opening a bank account and getting a credit card, making you know some on-time payments, as Ryan said, we've got to be allergic to debt and make your payments on time. 
<laughs> how many months does it take for an immigrant to get their first credit score? Or, or Rod, maybe you can answer that question. Yeah, and, and it, it depends, and it, yeah. it gets kind of technical. But um, when you have a credit, your first credit card account, when it's reported to us, typically at the end of the first billing cycle, so when your first bill comes due and you pay that bill, we hope, that gets reported to us. So that, <clears throat> excuse me, shows that positive first payment. So you would have a credit report. But the scoring systems from FICO and others require typically three to six months of activity before that account is actually included in a score calculation. So it could take three to six months in many cases. Uh, that's another reason Experian Boost is so helpful is we automatically add two years of, of payment information. So you could, uh, what we're seeing with people who actually you know, are, are beginning to use Experian Go and then immediately add Boost, they'll Go, no, terrible, I'm get hung up on Go, but they, they use Experian Go and they'll create the report and add their boost payments and they can start with no credit history at all in a matter of minutes, have potentially a score of 680 on a FICO score um, or 665, I think is, is kind of the average. Uh, so from zero to you know, a, a, a not great score, but a, a starting point uh, with experienced credit reports and credit history. So, um, And you've got to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere, but it can. If you traditionally, it typically takes three to six months uh, for scores to begin to Correct. be calculated. Okay. However, right. within that three to six months, it starts from day one, so it is completely yeah. uh, retroactive, essentially. So you want to make sure that from day one, you're starting with those healthy credit habits yes. um, and understanding your credit score is just a little bit of a delay until they get reported. But um, it doesn't mean the first three months don't matter. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Blair, for adding that. That's an important point. And Rakeza, um, when you came to the United States in the beginning, um, you know, you, you mentioned that you, you, you know, through Kinetics had had learned a lot about credit, and it wasn't as painful as it might be for some other um, people coming to the United States. What were the biggest mistakes you made in terms of? building and managing your credit because um at that time i was having good scores like uh, like uh ryan there and my score was 800 plus so three years into into working that's the, the only time i started buying um uh, thinking of buying a car so i bought a car and after a few months i bought a house so big mistake. Don't buy a car and a house at the same year because uh, it will certainly uh, boost your your uh, your score down. So uh, do it like uh, buy the car first if you want to buy a car, and then uh, give it a year. Then you buy another a big purchase because uh, it's certainly certainly going to boost your score down if you are going to buy big purchases at the same year. Okay, so that. That's a that's a great tip, um, Raj. Um, for what, what advice would you give in terms of building your credit, um, when you're making a big purchase, yeah, like it's, a car or a home? Yeah, and, and it's it's slow and steady wins the race. Uh, you know, it's all about uh, being consistent, uh, being allergic to debt, uh, it, but make sure you're making those payments on time, keeping your balance as low as possible, pay in full. If you can, you don't carry a balance. Uh, and then you know, think about the, the 
purchases you're going to make. Uh, you know, don't apply for a lot of credit cards all at once. Um, you know, as, as Rick has said, it's you know you don't want to buy a house and a car and a credit card and all those you open a card all at the same time because you're taking on a lot of debt all at once. Uh, so kind of plan your purchases, but you know, don't get too hung up in the number. Make sure you're taking care of that credit report. Uh, if you're trying to figure out how to make your scores better, when you get the number, you should also get a series of what we call risk factors, a list of risk factors that are affecting that score the most from your credit report. There's usually four, sometimes five, uh, and they will tell you exactly what you need to work on in your credit history to make your scores better. So get those risk factors, look at the number, understand what that means in terms of risk for you in that particular scale, but then get the risk factors because they empower you to know what you need to do. Uh, the number is just a number unless you have information that, that helps you make changes that you need to change and changes to your credit report. So get the risk factors. That's also really important. Wow, that's a great tip for anyone who's trying to understand credit. It's very confusing. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. Blair, um, how can I increase my credit limit? I found that it's healthy to use below 30% of my credit limit, which is very low. Is that accurate, Blair? And, and what would your answer be to that? Absolutely. So credit utilization is a component of your credit score. You want to make sure that in your total lines of credit that you're using below 30%. Um, credit utilization is a huge component of the credit score. So you would want to definitely keep it under 30%. Um, it's, it's really about understanding the credit score. And I think Ryan is like a very rare case of this exception. Um, but you want to make not all credit cards are made the same. They are not all equal. So um, when you've unlocked, you know, those healthy credit cards out there, that is great. And if you know how to use them, which Ryan has figured that out perfectly. But um, be careful whenever clicking on every single thing, uh, because another component of the credit score is how often you are applying for new credit. So we don't want to signal to uh, Experian or Equifax or any of the, the bureaus that we are aggressively applying for new lines of credit um, because that can be seen as very risky. It could be seen as trying to obtain as much credit as you can in order to get yourself out of a hole or acquiring more debt to pay off debt. So um, we don't want too many hard hits on our credit report because that could bring our score down. So don't try to you know, apply for 11 cards the week you get here. Um, or apply for every card you can, you know, get your hands on just to establish that credit. It's slow and steady wins the race. It's going to take some time and we have to go for the right cards and know how to use them in a very healthy way. So new credit uh, is about 10% of your score. Payment history is the biggest component. That's 35%. Just make those payments on time. That's the easiest way to boost your score and to maintain your score once you get it to where you need the amounts you have that are owed, again, that's 30%. Length of credit history is 15%. That's going to be low for 
quite a few people that 15%, it's actually really not in a healthy frame until you get to about 35, uh, 40 or older when you're a U.S. citizen. And then the types of credit in use. So that's like a healthy mix of credit, credit cards, uh, auto loans, the different types of revolving credit. Um, that's 10%. So there's a lot of components that make up your credit score. Um, but we want to make sure that we're using them healthily. And again, remembering not all lines of credit and credit cards are the same, but a good rule of thumb is to stay below 30%. That's absolutely correct. Okay. So thank you for clarifying that, Blair, because that's kind of a technical thing, again, that you can't possibly know as a new immigrant. Um, Rod, I know that just to finish off with 10 top rules for managing your credit, can you real quick in the next few minutes talk us through that um, and what is needed in order to uh, build and manage your credit? Sure. And a lot of what we talked about is here. You know, the first thing you have to do is establish a credit report or credit history. Without that, you can't make any progress. You should always pay as agreed. And we talk about utilization rate, that balance to limit ratio, keeping that as low as possible. It's not about how many credit cards you have. It's about how you use the ones you do have, uh, which gets us to number three, having a credit card, not necessarily 11, but one or two will do, uh, and then use those cards to make a small purchase each month, five or $10, $15, pay it in full. Don't carry any balance at all is ideal. And that will show that history will keep your balances low. And because it's a credit card, you decide how you're gonna use it. You decide how much you're gonna pay each month. You decide how much you're gonna charge each month. So you can pay it in full or the minimum due or something in between, you can max out the card or, or charge just a little. So if you're charging a little and paying in full, that helps builder scores a bit faster. Uh, be careful when you're thinking about closing accounts, because when you close an account, or particularly credit card account, you're going to lose the available credit limit. It goes back to that utilization rate. Your, your, the math will make your utilization rate go up, and that will make your scores drop for a little while. Typically, they bounce back up after a few months, but if you're, you're thinking about making a major purchase, it's better to leave accounts open, especially if it's in the next three to six months or so. Uh, be careful when you apply. As Blair said, you don't want to have lots of accounts that you've applied for all at once. That's a sign of risk. It's, why are you taking on so much debt all at once? Time is essential. Credit scores are looking not only at where you are today, but what has been the history over time. So you can catch up on late payments. Um, you make sure that things are, are current. Uh, and the longer you're consistent, uh, and I always tell people credit is all about being dull and boring um, because the more consistent you are, the bigger the rut you're in in terms of paying things on time and not having a lot of debt, the better your scores are going to be. Uh, and then there are you know, a couple of other common sense things, but we also ask people to share what you know, what you learn, because the more we can help each other, the better. Uh, so that's kind of the one I always cap off with. Thank you. Thank you, Rod. So I think that really kind of ties everything together at the end of what are the, um, the different factors and the different rules for building and managing your your credit and that's not just for new immigrants but really for anyone living in the united states and hoping to grow um, and you know as ryan and raqueza are live the american dream so final words from the panel um raqueza let's start with you what would you say is your best advice well, uh, i would just like to remind everybody that um we should, you know, uh, do not live beyond your means. So if not just do not do not make a big purchase because everybody's doing it. Yes, uh, plan your your finances well, um, and 
go with the flow, but do not, do not, um, do not uh, go beyond what you cannot, what you cannot afford. So that's uh, the best secret of all. I love that, Rakesa. Best secret of all. Thank you for sharing. Um, Rod, what would you say is your best advice, final piece of words of wisdom for anyone starting out on their credit journey? Yeah, and, and being with Experian, I would say check your credit report, know what's in it, and use the tools that are available to establish it because it's going to be a critical part of being able to achieve your financial goals and, and dreams. So get your credit report. You can get it free every week if you want to at annualcreditreport.com. Uh, but uh, use that information to help you reach your goals and, and dreams. Make sure that it's there to work for you. Thank you. Thank you, Rod. And thank you for coming on today and for educating um, so many people around the world who really know nothing about this topic. And it's such an important topic. Blair, what are your um, final words of advice, the pearls of wisdom about uh, credit? <laughs> My favorite topic, but educate yourself as much as you possibly can. Educate yourself on the financial institution that you're joining. Educate yourself on the types of credit cards that we learned today. Educate yourself on the different types of bureaus and exactly what makes up a credit score. And then again, educate yourself on exactly how to build that credit and then maintain it once you get it there because there's no point in building a great credit and establishing credit if you have if you don't have the understanding on how to maintain it, you always want to aim for really, really great credit and have a really healthy credit report. Like you said, you want to write a really good paper and get a really good grade and you want to be consistent with that. I am totally fine with being the dull and boring person when it comes to credit. Um, I talk about it in daily life and personal life. I am probably... <laughs> the most boring. Um, but I have a very good understanding on how it works. And um, once you once you can fully grasp that, it, it makes making purchases much easier. You're much more strategic on when you're using your credit card, if you should be using your credit card, which makes it easier to budget and again, live within your means. We used to say keeping up with the Joneses, but lately some people don't know what that means. So then we say keeping up with Kardashians, but whoever you're trying to keep up with, don't live within your means. Stay um, focused on your goals. Don't try to compete with the other people who look like they have it all together because when you come to America, it's a very, very consumer-based society. So all of the shiny things like to, um, we mentioned earlier, the advertisements, everything that you're going to see, the credit card ads, it's going to be very, very enticing. But as long as you're educated and you're asking the right people the right questions, um, I think that you'll do really, really well. Thank you, Blair. And with Advanced Shield's help, it really does make a huge difference. And we don't think you're boring at all. <laughs> we know sometimes, you know, credit can seem like a little bit of a dry topic, I think, as Rod said. But, you know, it's it's such an important topic. So it's really important, as everybody has said, to educate yourself. And um, Ryan, final words? Any advice? To do is to educate yourself. You have to know how this credit um credit score works. And then secondly, you have to really live within your means. And lastly, you have to know that credit score is a power, especially that we are, you know, we are uh, here in America that, you know, credit score is a very important tool for you to save a lot of money. Like for me, I was able to get the lowest uh, 
interest rate in mortgage, and that saves me, I think, even more than 100,000 in the long run because of this, you know, credit score. So credit score is very important. It's like, it, it makes it, it's a prestige on your part that you have a high credit score that you can buy this in a low interest rate. And it, it shows a certain kind of yourself. When you have a good credit score, it shows a part of who you are, that you are that you are disciplined and that you are a well-responsible person. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, Ryan. And thank you for, for, for ending off that show on that note because it really is, I think the word that jumps out at me there is empowerment. Yes. Educate yourself. And if you are, learn how this works, it really empowers you as a person, as well as uh, in your, you know, your general financial um, management and growth and prospering um, in the United States. So that was a great way to to finish finish yeah. that off. I just so I, yeah. Yes, <laughs> when I go to a store to open an account, like I'm wearing a very simple clothes, and then I open an account, and then um, like you know, like okay, and then the the the. Or, I mean, the sales lady will be shocked. Oh, you get the highest credit, highest credit limit. So, and that feels really good. Um, and thank you so much to everybody today who's been watching and um, and sharing um, their stories and their their tips and pointers on what what is credit, how to establish it, and then how to build and manage it. This has been a fun discussion, everybody. Thank you to our panel for your expert advice, um, and we will be back next week. Um, with our next show, Onwards and Upwards, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.